Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. Comes on Christmas Eve. Written by TJ Hodder of the Dread Files. For as long as I can remember, Christmas has been a big deal in my family. I suppose that's not all that surprising. It is with most families, after all. You have to be pretty cynical to not think of Christmas as a big deal. Unless, of course, it's for religious reasons, but that that goes without saying. My point is, Christmas is a time to share love, give gifts, help your fellow human beings, and just be generally cheerful for no reason. It's the most wonderful time of year after all, right? That's why it's been so hard for me over the years to explain why I hate Christmas. Now, before you assume that I'm some miserable Scrooge, let me explain. I'm all about the lights, Christmas carols, gift-giving, hell. I even have a few ugly sweaters in my closet. My reason for loathing this time of year is a little more complicated than that. You see, ever since I was a little kid, I've always seen something every night on Christmas Eve. No, it's not Santa Claus or an elf or something stupid like that. What I see is, well, I can't explain it. It. (laughs) The only word I can really use to explain this thing is that. It. The first time I saw it, I couldn't have been older than seven or eight years old. 
I was standing in the kitchen with my mom as she was finishing making some warm cinnamon buns before we opened the present, a family tradition of ours, on the night of Christmas Eve. It was a particularly dark night with not a single star in the sky. I was looking out our kitchen window into the forest behind our house, taking in the sweet smell of the cinnamon buns as my mom took them into the living room. I was about to turn and walk into the living room when I saw something. There was a figure in the darkness just outside of the woods. Not a a figure, but rather a, a mass. A dark mass. At first, I thought it was an animal, but the way it moved, it was as if it simply glided over the ground, while its dark mass rolled over itself. My young mind was in overdrive trying to make sense of what I was seeing. This was not an animal. It definitely wasn't human. What the hell was it? The more I stared, the more a creeping feeling of dread entered my heart. I began whimpering. I was so afraid and broken at that moment. Then, suddenly I felt a hand on my shoulder. It was my mom. She turned me around and hugged me, asking what was wrong. I couldn't speak. Words could not convey the pure, unfiltered feeling of despair and terror that gripped my young heart. She brought me into the living room and sat me between my father and her, handing me my cinnamon bun. After what felt like hours of being in their warm presence, I started to feel like myself again. The next morning, I tried to tell my parents what I had seen, but they were skeptical. They assured me it must have been an animal, maybe a deer. My dad took me outside to look for tracks, thinking he'd turn this into an educational moment. But, much to his surprise, there were no tracks, even though it hadn't snowed the night before or that morning. He shrugged it off to my eyes playing tricks on me, and we went inside. After a few days, I had forgotten all about it. That was until the following Christmas Eve. Now, let me just say I never believed in any of the hokey stuff. From a young age, my parents were always honest with me about Santa, life, and all that. I lost a grandparent when I was quite young, so death was a concept I understood and the feelings that came along with it. They also introduced me to the concept of fear pretty early on in the form of horror movies. They taught me that it was all fake, that these monsters or ghosts would just make believe. I believed them too, which is what made this so much harder. The following Christmas Eve, I was sitting in the kitchen again. This time I was finishing a drawing I had worked on to give my mother for Christmas. She was a sap for that sort of thing. When I had finished, 
I stood up and stretched while casually glancing outside. And there it was. The dark mass. Just outside of the trees. Only this time. It wasn't moving. It stayed perfectly still. Aside from the dark mass that seemed to continue to flow and crawl all over itself. I couldn't look away. I was terrified and yet I couldn't take my eyes off the damn thing. Slowly, the feeling of dread returned. I began to whimper as terror, pain and despair entered my heart again. I started to shake. My whole body was beginning to feel numb. My legs gave out and I fell to the floor with a crash. My dad came running in as he was just in the other room and tried to figure out what had happened. I had no words to share with him. I just sobbed in his arms for a while. It took even longer this time for the feeling of dread in my heart to leave. It wasn't until the next afternoon, after a very long sleep, that I felt like myself again. My parents were concerned, but they couldn't get a straight answer out of me. I didn't want them to think there was something wrong with me, so I didn't tell them about it. So now, every year, it's a similar story. The following year, I decided to stay away from the kitchen, but I saw it outside of the living room window this time just sitting there, while its darkness seemed to crawl and ooze over itself. A couple of years after that, I just stayed in bed Christmas Eve, but that was the worst because I saw it in my dreams, and when I woke up, I saw its shadow on the ceiling of my bedroom. No matter what, I did. I couldn't escape it. And the feeling that it would give me got worse every year. This thing haunted me every Christmas Eve like a bad memory that I want to forget. Just when I think I was going to go a year without seeing it, there it was. After so many years, I guess you could say I got used to it. I would have that feeling of dread for days after, but it also left me. I'm on my own now, trying to make my way in the world. I have a modest first floor apartment and a duplex. Nothing special, but it's mine, you know? I stopped decorating for Christmas when I went away to college. I just didn't feel the need to celebrate anymore. No matter how hard I tried, once I saw it, my Christmas was ruined. That thing sucked all the joy and happiness out of me, replacing it with a dark, Dread 
last year, however, the feeling never left. All year round, I've been living with this constant despair in my heart and numbness in my body that I just can't take. Food doesn't taste as good. Being around my family and friends doesn't give me the same happiness it once did. And physical affection leaves me feeling worse than ever before. I simply feel a deep, numbing despair. I know what did this to me. I've had a lot of time to think and to figure this out as I've been holed up in my room waiting for Christmas Eve. The thing that has visited me every year on Christmas Eve, ever since I was a little boy, it is a hateful mirror of the world. A writhing mass of people's darkness, fears, despair, and sadness. Yes, Christmas time is one of the happiest times for most people, but for some, there's no worse time to be alive. It feeds off this, and it sucks the happiness from you like a parasite. That's what it is. As to why it's done this to me, I don't know. But I suspect all these years, it's been feeding on me. And now, I'm left with no happiness and joy of my own. God, I miss being able to feel genuine happiness. It's back now. Only this time, it's right at my window looking at me. It's a hideous, writhing mass of darkness. And it's pressing against my window. It's hungry. I can feel it. It wants to finish off what's left of me of my joy, of my good memories. I have so little left. I won't let it take them away from me. I will let it starve. My only hope is that after hearing this, others will know that if it visits you on Christmas Eve, look away. Fight it. And maybe there will be hope for you. Don't let it take your joy away. Don't let it numb you to the goodness in life. Don't let it turn you into me. Let it starve. To my parents, you were the best mom and dad I could ever ask for. I love you with all my heart. Please know nothing you could have ever done would have changed this. And it's not your fault. 
I won't let it take what little I have left. This is the only move I have left to fight it. Goodbye. and only comes on Christmas Eve, was originally posted on the No Sleep subreddit, as well as the Dread Files subreddit, under the username, The Dread Files. This story was written by TJ Harder and narrated by TJ Harder, and the graphic was done by my friend, Jason Reese from Jaybird Digital Arts. Thank you so very much for joining me for yet another traditional Christmas horror story here on The Harder Show. This is a tradition I absolutely love and this story was a little different from what I would normally have for you guys on Christmas. And definitely I think it's a little darker. As much as I love the classic Christmas ghost stories, I think this one was definitely very interesting. And is also kind of sort of based on something I experienced as a child. But that's maybe another story for another time and another place. Before we go, I of course would be remiss if I did not take a second to give a shout out to all of my Patreon family. Scott Ducat, Ronan Kamori of Baseline Feed, Tanner Wood of Baseline Feed, Eric Phones, Arthur Unk, Mike Quintero of Shutter Radio, C.M. Peters, of Baseline Feed, Jason Reese of Jaybird Digital Arts, Terry and Janet Hodder, Kelly Sisson, Brandon Bowden of Bowden Voice, and last but not least, Neil Scuba. Thank you so very much to all of my Patreon supporters. You have truly made this year the best year for The Hodder Show. And I cannot thank you all enough. And I cannot thank you enough, dear listener. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you enjoyed it, be sure to check out more content from the Dread Files. And consider joining the Patreon to get a little more horror-based content from me with the Tapes of Trepidation Horror Narration Podcast. Horror? You can just keep right on listening. I appreciate it so very much. I guess the only other thing to say... Happy Holidays. Merry Christmas. 
Hang on. <clears throat> Let me try that again. Merry Christmas. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.